Okay, so today's stuff is stuff Yud Dalid. So we saw that the Mishnah began at We talked about the fact that you should always take, it sounds like, from the nicer ones on the less power, the subpower ones. And similarly, that's what we saw in the beginning of the Mishnah. So the implication is that is better, number one. And then the Gemara begins, says, this is the Rabbi Yehudi. This seems to be Shittat Rabbi Yehuda. Meaning the fact that it's not dependent on whether there's a Kohen nearby or not. So if you recall the Mishnah prior to this one, we saw that it actually depends. Rabbi Yehuda says you always take from the better one, whereas Chachalim said it depends. If there's a Kohen nearby, then fine, absolutely take from the better one. But if there's no Kohen nearby, then you should take from something that is Mitkayim that would last longer. That was a debate we saw previously. But I'm sure that didn't seem to differentiate that. It says, Me'enu and Mu'ushal. That seems to suggest that you always take from the best one, and that should have Rabbi Yehuda. So that's exactly what Amr Rabbi Yochanan said. Rabbi Yochanan said. Now, what happens is, if you have a look at this chart now, is there is a, another debate. Um, so the first line is a debate we just discussed. Don't worry about all the colors just yet. I'll fill it in as we go along. So it seems to be a coin to Rabbi Yehuda. If that's the case, what is the bet? Which is better? Yain Mavushal or Enu Mavushal? Well, it seems to be clear the way our missionary is that She'enu Mavushal is actually better, as implicated by that little red statement. However, we see as, as follows. Now, we're going to switch those two lines around. Rabbi Huda's shita seems to be switched. Why? Now, this is referring to if someone has truma wine, can they make it yain mevushal? There's a machloket between Chachamim and Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Chachamim say absolutely not. Whereas Rabbi Huda says you can. You, you can definitely cook it out. Why? Because you are improving it. So you see, therefore, what? That according to this other the debate we say in the Mishnah, that Rabbi Huda understands that Mabushal is better. So therefore, you've got a contradiction. You've got a contradiction with our Mishnah that says Einu Mabushal is better, because you mafish Einu Mabushal and Mabushal, versus the later Mishnah that says Rabbi Huda says, no, you can cook up wine because it's improving it. So it is a, seems to be a stira contradiction within the Shittah Rabbi Yehuda. So that's why, that's the two red sections, the two implications. Again, the first, first line says, in Mubushal is Meshubach Yoter. And the second, the, the second Mishnah seems to say, Yain Mubushal is Meshubach Yoter. So Rabbi Yochanan says, quite simply, well, machlafa, ma, ma, we have to switch the two Shittot because there's a contradiction, meaning it must be that Rabbi Yehuda understands that what Yain She'in Mubushal is Meshubach Yoter, and we just switch the two different Shittot. However, Rebbe Lazar Omer, you don't switch the two. Meaning, so just to explain, so this here, I've sort of explained Rebbe Lazar in green over here. He says that, no, really, Yain Mavushal is Mishubach Yoter. So what we learn in the Neda Mishnah is solid. So then why in our Mishnah, does it say that Rabbi Yehuda has a preference to take She'enu Mavushal and Mavushal? Because now we're referring to the Baalim. Meaning when it comes to the coin, is at home, there's no problem. He can cook up his wine. However, our case is different. Why? Because when you cook up wine, it's going to reduce in volume. And therefore, you might end up doing... I'll read you, I'll read you what I've copied out of Rabbi Chaim. It says, That you that when you separated some wine, you, re- you remember you took out a liter. And that's a liter's worth is the amount, say, you need to take for truma. But then what happened? You cooked it up. And then really what you're going to be left with, let's just make it up a figure, 900 mil. 
Okay, so it reduced significantly. And then, but you might still treat that vushal as if it was a leader. And therefore, when your mafrish start treat, thinking, I need to take a leader out, you're actually going to be taking out less than that. So in other words, in our Mishnah, the concern of Rabbi Yehuda is not because Ein Mavushal is better, but rather if you mafrish min Mavushal, Al you might get your proportions wrong because some of it evaporated in the cook, cooking process. That's how importantly how Rebbe Lazar understands. So it's not a case of Malchalifish Shitate, but rather, again, a Rebbe Contra Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar says Rebbe Huda does understand that Mavushal is better. However, there's a different consideration in our case that since someone will evaporate, you'll get your proportions wrong. Now, how do we understand the, um, the Chachamim? It says, in other words, when Chachamim say in the case of you're not allowed to cook truma, why? Because you're mama'ato, you're reducing it. Reducing what? Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yochanan said, Chan shotav. One shita understands that you're reducing the amount of people who would want to drink it. In other words, the reduction is a qualitative reduction because there are some people who prefer, prefer mavushal, some prefer enumavushal. And as soon as you cook it, you're reducing the number of people that would want to consume it. That is the, I'll read Reb Chaim if you like. Reb Chaim says, Mishotav uh, says, Nimza im mevashlo, if you cook it, mimato mishotav. You're going to reduce enough people want to drink it because some people prefer, I only want yain shayna mevushal. About marshmallow, the fact that it's a reduction in actual volume in the cooking process, the fact that you've reduced its volume, in other words, everyone agrees it doesn't matter because how much is really going to evaporate? Only a small amount. It's not going to be 100 mil, like my example before. It's going to be a couple of mil, maybe. And therefore, the, the, he understands Chachamim's concern was not reduction in value, according to one understanding, but the reduction in the number of people who want to drink it. And that's, that's if you like, a, a wasting of trauma. However, Vachadamar, no. Uh, one understanding says it's Mamat Midatov, that actually, no, it is a problem. Mamat Midatov, meaning the fact of reducing it in volume, that's why Chachamim don't want, to, don't want you to cook So again, one, I'll just summarize while I wait for your question to come through is that one understanding is, again, the Chachamim's concern is a reduction in volume, and another understanding is it's a reduction in the number, that's minor reduction in volume, is not really concerned, but rather a reduction in the amount of people to do it. However, that's a debate between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yochanan. So the Gemara says, um, it says, We don't know who says what. Rabbi Lazar, in other words, which shit Rabbi Lazar or Rabbi Yochanan says, which thing, so he says, It's not switched. So in other words, since we have also a debate regarding how to resolve the apparent contradiction between Rabbi Yehuda, so in Shita Rabbi Yehuda, from there we can understand how each of them understand the Shita of Chachamim. In other words, who says, Meaning, if you go Rebbe Lazar, the fact that a midah, a reduction midah, is a valid concern, therefore you can understand, in other words, so back in the top left-hand corner, if you recall, Rebbe, Rebbe Yehuda said that really, let's just recap, looking at the green, but in our mission, the concern is reduction in volume. So therefore, reduction in volume is a significant uh, consideration, 
That's why, again, if we fold back to our case, there's the second case, the Mishnah, sorry, that's why it must be Rebbe Lazar that considers Midato as being an invalid concern. Meaning by a, in other words, by a Kohen, he understands that the fact you're improving in is, is not, it's not a valid consideration. And therefore, the Chachamim, that's why Chachamim disagree with the Rebbe that the, 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 the amount is being reduced. And that's a concern. However, according to Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan doesn't say that. If you recall, Rabbi Yochanan understands that the reduction in volume is, is minuscule. It doesn't even come to the table. It's not presented here. So that's why Rabbi Yochanan didn't bring that rationale to explain our Mishnah and to say that, oh, Rabbi Yehuda's concern in our Mishnah is a reduction in volume because he understands within Shida Chachamim in the Al-Machlok, a reduction in volume is not really a consideration bichlal. It's minuscule. And that's why he's forced to say that within Rabbi Yehuda, we have to do, again, you've got to switch to the two shitot. So in other words, just in summary, we see from the way to understand Shittat Rabbi Yehuda, that's how we can work out who says what in, in terms of the understanding of all the machloket in the debate in Chachamim as I presented on the table there. Let's continue. Rabbi Yehuda ben Rabimi b'shem Rabbi Lakish says that that the concern is also because of the, you're reducing the number of people who want to drink it. So we say, no, Martin, now we've got a, we've got a, a brighter that seems to be cholek on shitat Rabbi Yochanan. Because we see here, it says, af mevusha al mevusha. So this is shitat Chachamim. Chachamim say that what? You're even not allowed to, to mafrish misha'enu mevusha al mevusha. Okay. Mashma what? I'll show you here. That's That implies that what? That if you say even means how much more so you're not allowed to do. Now, according to Rebbe, um, Rebbe Lazar, this makes sense. This makes sense. You have a Kalachomer. Why? Because we say that that is it, it's that's why it says even in that case, despite the fact it's Meshubach Yoter, that's what the Chachamim say, no. But Kalvachomer, in the case when Mvushal ain't Mvushal, where you're going to atilate the Kalav, where it's reduction in size, Kalvachomer, that's no good. In other words, according to Rebbe Lazar, there's actually a difference between the two because of the reduction in size is a consideration. That's why you can say Kol Shechen with the reduction in size, like I've got on the table on the right-hand side, that's why you can say this Kol Shechen. That's why Ma'af Shein Mubushal Mubushal. Have Rabbi Yochanan, they've got a kasha. Kondra Rabbi Yochanan, it shouldn't make a difference in Mubushal and Mubushal, Mubushal and Mubushal. Meaning, I'll just read the, read, read the uh, uh, sort of uh, paraphrasing what took Arab Chaim on the chart. Meaning, there are differences in preferences. Again, if you recall, he says, again, Rabbi Yochanan says, That's why Chachamim said you shouldn't, you can't have Vashel, Truma wine. And therefore, here, since there are some that prefer that and some that prefer that, there shouldn't be a Kalvachomer. Because it should, in other words, just as some prefer Mavushal, some prefer Mavushal, so there should be any Kalvachomer. There should be Kihadadein in Nehu. The fact that I can't do one, mean from Mavushal and Mavushal, should be exact same rationale why I can't Mavushal, Mishen Mavushal, Mavushal, Okay? So therefore, we don't, this Lashon of Af She'en Mavushal, Mavushal doesn't make sense according to Rabbi Yochanan. So again, to make it clear, I just want to make it straight and clear. Koid Rebelazar, who understands that the, the reduction in volume is a consideration, 
Despite, so then within the Chachamim, Chachamim says, So it says, even in that case, you shouldn't do it. But Kulshikin, you can't do it on a Mavushal, because you're going to Atilid Akala. So the Kavachomer makes sense. Atilid Akala, because there'll be a reduction in size when you cook it. However, Kuntrup Yochanan, he had any know who the app doesn't make sense. So let's, the Chachamim says, Amravimi, Lotani Rabbi Yochanan asked. So the simple, situ- the simple solution is Rabbi Yochanan doesn't understand or doesn't have that girsa in the Tosefta where it says af and therefore there's no kalvachomer being drawn. Okay, let's continue. Amar Abun Bar Kahana b'Shem Rebi v'Loti Sualav Chet Mimasha Hin b'Nisiyat Avon Atayodei Masha Asui. So what's this talking about? If you recall, we said if someone's if if someone's torem min hara aliyafe if someone's mafresh. From something that's a subpar for the choice of product, okay, then we said that you shouldn't do that. But if you did it, truma ta truma. So how do we know it works? Because we saw if you mafish if you do it either way, then we said that um, that sorry, if you mafish we said it doesn't work. The Torah said it doesn't work. So if here, why don't we say the same thing? Because it says. Um, we, we, in the pasuk that you're meant to take from the choices part, kol chelav, kol yitzar, kol chelav tirosh v'dagan. We saw here, so why don't we say it's also ma'akev? So the fact is, because in the pasuk it says, that make sure you take the nicer part out so you don't bear a sin, must mean that what? That if you did take the rally affair, there will be a sin. Now, the only way to understand that there will be a sin being born is if it had significance, is if it actually worked. So that's why we understand from his pasuk that what? That if you mafresh minara ali affair, then trumat truma. Okay? It says, Let's continue. We said that you can't mafresh from zunin al, sorry, not pishtan, zunin al achitin. Zunin, we said, was Estano, which was another sort of species of wheat or gruel on monks' wheat. And we said, you can't mafresh much from that other, or, or you can't mafresh from one on the other, from the Zunin al Chitim, because it's not considered machaladam, it was considered pigeon food, as we said. So we said, mashma what? That implies that it devarshu ochel mutar, that if it was another subspecies that was considered human food, then you would be able to mafresh. So that seems to contradict something else. So the matnitin must be our mission is like Shiv Rebbe Shmal. Dam Rebbe Shmal, we see a debate between Rebbe Shmal and and in the moment, Rabbi and Rabbi, the Rabbi Shmuel says, "The Amar Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yossi Mishum Aviv, Tormi Min Ayin Al Chometz, Avalo Machometz Al Ayin." That one can mafresh from wine on vinegar because that's Min Ar Yafeh Al Hara, but not Min Achometz Al Hayin, but not from vinegar on wine. Avar, but if one did so v'Taram, then Trumat Trumat, because again, that's another example of Min Mafresh and Aral Yafeh that ideally you don't do, but if you do, as we just learned, it is effective. So Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says, Yain v'chometz shnei minin. Rebbe says, no, Yain and chometz are two minim, despite the fact that they're not kilayim So ain't velo Therefore, you can't make my fresh from one or the other. So now what it sounds like, seems like to be a debate, is it considered what's considered two minim for truma. According to Rebbe Shmal, as long as it's not minim, it sounds like midorai for kilayim, Therefore, it's not meaning, sorry, as long as it's not considered kilayim with one another, you can mafresh from one another. So that's why he says, look, it's just a, the only consideration is you've got to take from the nicer one. That's why you can mafresh in yayin ala chometz. However, it seemed to be that Rebbe has a more refined understanding. He understands even chometz and yayin are considered two different minim. 
and you can't mafish one another either way. Okay, that's what it sounds like. So that's why our Mishnah, that because again, if our Mishnah was Shitat Rebbe, then our Mishnah should have brought this case, which is a bigger chirush. Because our Mishnah brought what case? The case of Zunin and Chitin, which one is considered not animal food and one is considered, sorry, one is in animal food and one's considered human food. And that's why it doesn't work. But if they're both considered human food and they're not Kilayim Zebaz, that would work. If our Mishnah was Rebbe, it would have brought even the bigger chirush. That even these two meaning that aren't Kilayim Zebaz, Yain and Chometz, it should have brought that case. So therefore, our Mishnah must be like Rabbi Shema. Rabbi Yossi. Um, so the Gemara says, so Rabbi Yeshua Levi says, no, it's possible that really Rabbi agrees on a right level that you could mafrish min chometz sorry, you could mafrish min yain ala chometz. There's nothing wrong with that. Meaning he agrees with the principle that we, that the laws of kilayim are similar to the laws of truma in terms of definition of one min or two min. However, he's more machmer in the case of chometz. Why? Because my time at the Rebbe, then why is he Because if you said that if someone's mafresh, that you could do that, someone would think, there's a concern since the, I guess, the prevalence of chometz and yayin that someone would make the wrong conclusion and think they're mamash to minim. And therefore, I can even mafresh min chometz yayin. If it works one way, why can't it work the other way? That's why he's machmir in that case, specifically in that case, but not necessarily by uh, necessarily other cases of two minim that are not a kilayim zebazeh. Okay, let's continue. Kishot malafavon minachad and Rebbe Yehuda omer shnei minim. So there's a machlok, we saw on a mission where the cucumbers and cucumber melons are considered two different minim. Um, the Tanakhama says they're one min and Rebbe Yehuda, Rebbe Yehuda says they're two minim. So Rebbe Yehuda kadate, Rebbe kadate, says the Rebbe Yehuda nechachem egoin l'shitatam, datanina taman, as it says back in Mesech de Kilayim, hakishot melamafavon, cucumbers and cucumber melons, any kilayim is there, that's shitachachamim, and Rebbe Yehuda says it's kilayim. So therefore, you see, it's beautiful. There's no, it's not a specific machloket by truma. No, there is an aligning of the laws of truma and kilaim in definition of minim. They just simply have the debate also in, in kilaim as well. So each going according to shitakia. With that, we say hadranalach in tormim, hadranalach in tormim, hadranalach in tormim. Let's continue. Hatorim kishu samara. What if someone is mafrish some of these cucumbers and he finds out they can't, they were bitter. So if they were bitter, what he, in other words, if at the time of hafrasha it was bitter. Then what? Then it wasn't considered ochel, and therefore the, the, what you've done is have frasha didn't work. However, it seems to be that at this case, the half a minute at this stage, is you don't know when it went when it spoiled. Similarly, avatiach you separated a melon, watermelon. Then saruach, and also, and then later on you find out that that it went it went it spoiled. So the question is, you don't know if when you mafresh it, when you designated it, it was spoiled, or or up before or after. So this is a suffix whether what you took is truma or whether it was nothing because it wasn't considered food. That's a suffix. Therefore, we say, no, we have a suffix. So the first thing you separated, we treat as truma just in case it was food. But nonetheless, because we're a doubt that maybe it wasn't food. And if you're a tether, therefore, you've got to take another truma. Truma vechs or vitron. Okay? So how the Gemara says. Uh, so Mishnah continues. Ha-torem chavit shalyain. If someone's mafrish a barrel of wine. Benim shel chometz. And then it was discovered that it's vinegarized. If you know, if you'd have worked out that if it was known, it was considered, it was chometz, you worked it out, there was chometz profile, then in truma, that doesn't work, it's not truma. 
If, however, it was uh, vinegar in Meshatarma, um, only after you separated it, so vinegarized, so it's spoiled, then the truma. Then because at the time of Afrasha, it was good wine, it's truma. But in Suffolk, if it's a doubt, once again, we say that the barrel you took, you have to treat as truma, you have to do another truma as well. Now, effectively, what you have now in your disposal in all these cases, you've got two things in your hands, like two piles or two allocations that are one, and both are suffolk truma. We don't know which is the real truma because it's a suffolk. It's a doubt. So we say, therefore, that each of them, we don't apply the normal chumas we apply to truma, meaning normally when it comes to truma, if it falls into chul and you need a hundred times it to battle it. However, since each of these things is suffix truma, we don't have to apply that chumma. We don't require 100 to battle it. And similarly, if a czar eats it, a non-coin eats one of these, not both, but one of them, since it's suffix truma, when he pays it back, he doesn't have to add the obligatory chumash as well, that fine of an extra 25% of the value. And similarly, similar shnia. So the Mishnah continues, if one of these trumas falls into chulin, again, doesn't make a If the second truma that you separate, misafek, falls into another pile, in a madamat. What happens if they both fall into the same pile? Then we say, Then clearly, one of those trumas is truma. So therefore, you have to you look at the, the volumes of those truma, and you say that the smaller of the two, the size of the smaller of the two, is definitely truma. Meaning, because the bigger one contains a volume of the smaller one. So therefore, we say it's medamat, you mean that you need a hundred times Chulin in that mixture to mevatel the small of the two volumes of truma. That's what you'd need. Otherwise, it'd be mixed with meduma. Let's on the Gemara. Atorim kishut. So it's nicha avatiach. I understand how avatiach. Because avatiach might spoil later. That's why you might have the suffix. When did it spoil? Vinim tzatzeruach. Ela kishut vinim tzamara. But a cucumber that's found to be bitter. The question is there now. Cucumbers don't turn bitter. It's just that they some grow become bitter and some don't. Some are just bad quality. So therefore, we say, So in that situation, what's your suffix? What's your even doubt? If you find out it's bitter now, then you know it was bitter from the outset. So why do we say that in the case of the, the cucumber that went bitter, that, or that was bitter, I should say, that there's a suffix? We say, you know, it, we, should, we know there was bitter from the outset. So we should say it's meaningless. And yeah, now you have to take truma. So, so we say, no. You, you, this is a different nature of suffolk. In the case of the melon that went that, that went sa- that uh, spoiled, the suffolk is when did it become? However, here when it comes to this cucumber, this this um, this bitter cucumber, it is a suffolk within the cucumber itself, whether it's ochel. Meaning, even if you know it was beforehand, it was. I mean, sorry, we know already that it was beforehand bitter. But the chachamim had a suffolk how to define this cucumber. Do we find this bitter cucumber as ochel or not? That's the nature of the suffix. So it's a different type of suffix here. So Rabbi Yonabaye, so we ask a question. And the question is, is this suffix the orator or is it only midrabanan? So therefore, it, so in other words, do we treat it as a suffix the orator midrabanan? And then it has all these implications, for, for, for example, for all laws beyond not just uh, laws of truma. For example, metamatumat ochlin. For example, if this, uh, this bitter cucumber became tamer, the question is, if it's ochel, then it can make others say mashke liquid tamer. But if it's not ochel, then it's uh, then it wouldn't make the mashke ochel. Do we say it to, to make, does it make it metamim misafek, or does it make it vaday? In other, the, the nafkemidu would be vosrim notar atot betuma, betuma, meaning that 
if it's really only a suffering with the Rabbanan, midoraita, it's considered food, then if it made a truma liquid at tummy, you'd burn it. However, if it's suffering really midoraita, where do we do how do we define this? Do we find this ochel? Then it's really only misafik with the Rabbanan, you cannot burn the truma. Similarly, if a non coin ate it, would he be able, would it be chayiv chomesh? Because if it's suffik doraita, no chayiv chomesh. If it's suffik dorabana, it'd be chayiv chomesh. Similokin, alav chutz lechoma. If, however, this cucumber was saying, master sheni, and this out, this again, this bitter cucumber, and someone ate it outside Yerushalayim. Now, if someone eats master sheni outside Yerushalayim, they're chayiv malchus. Now, the question is if it's considered really ochel mid doraita, so something like ranan would give him malchus. If it's suffik doraita, I've got a question. Similarly, if he made an Eruv Tchumim, Man Hamar Gamal. If, for example, he is a, um, again, this is, if he, this is talking about Eruv Tchum. As we know, someone's not allowed to walk 2,000 Amod outside the boundary of his city. And what he can do, though, is he can move his Makom Shvita. He can, he can say, my dwelling place is 2,000 Amod in one direction of the city. Okay? Now, when he does, and therefore what he does is it makes his center of the radius of 2,000 Amod where he can walk, from where he placed that food, okay? Now, if we say that it is, now, if we say that really that bitter cucumber is ochel, that's where his Eruv Tchum is. So they can walk in all directions. However, if it's actually only, if it's Safik Doraisa, then we don't know if his Eruv Tchum is considered his Eruv Tchum or not. So therefore, he'd be what's called Hamar Gamal. Hamar Gamal is an expression that we will learn in Masech the Urban, which means that we look at how far he could walk if it wasn't a Eruv Tchum, and we look how far he can walk if it was an effective Eruv Tchum, and he can only therefore walk, walk in the overlap of those two regions. Because again, it's a suffix, if it's suffix, the right to whether it's Eruv Tchum to cold. So that's again the question, and again, Pnei Moshe says, Now, as we don't know regarding these bitter, cuc- these bitter cucumbers, whether it's a suffix, the right or suffix, the Rabbanan, and again, as we've just gone through, we've listed all these cases as being cases where there would be enough community between the two, and therefore we'd have a suffix regarding those cases as well. So let's continue. Taman, Amar Rebbe Yochanan, Kfar, Shinit Mabba Safik, Shidiachid, so I explain as follows. Let me explain this outside in the interest of time. Now, we know that we have what's called a suffix tumor shusayachid. If you've got a suffix whether something came tame or into shusayachid, we treat it as being tame. That's learned from Sota. Suffix tumor shusayachid, what do we say? It is considered tahor. Again, all these laws are learned from Sota. What happens if you have something that became tame, misafik in shusayachid, and then so you take that object and it goes outside to Rosh Hashanah and then someone came into contact with it. Do we say Tameh or Tahor? So we say, no, it, the person is Tameh. Why? Because it was, because it became, the suffix was Rosh Hashanah, it was Kovea, this item as if it's Tameh. So again, just to explain it, but so again, why do we say that if this object that came suffix to Rosh Hashanah and it takes out Rosh Hashanah is considered Tamer, if there's a suffix, whether it touched, sorry, if it touched Vaday something in Rosh Hashanah, that is because when, because the suffix occurred in Rosh Hashanah, what do we say? That it was Kovea, this thing to be Tamer already. Therefore, it's something that was, when it goes to Rosh Hashanah and touches something, it's if it was Vaday touched it. There's no, we don't say it's a suffix to Rosh Hashanah anymore. However, in this case, if you're dealing with this, this, um, this bitter cucumber, there was a suffix whether it touched something in Rushusayachid. Therefore, normally we say, okay, therefore, suffix to it's Tameh. And then it came outside and then touched something in Rushusayachid. In that situation, we say that what? That it is, would be, it would actually be Tahor, not Tameh. 
Now, the question is why? Let me just show you the screen at the moment. It's a small table here. Yeah, it says, there, there, there are two, so the reason is because in that case, we say it's a fake speaker. Okay? There's a double doubt. Meaning, it's firstly, the suffix is whether this bitter cucumber touched the sherets. And the second suffix is whether it's even considered ochel at all. Now, despite the fact normally we say that in Rosh Hashanah, no matter how many sveikot you add to it, no matter how sveikot, it still can, you know, you can have 10 sveikot in Rosh If it's suffix to Rosh Hashanah, it's Tameh. So you might think, ah, therefore you should treat this Tameh and it's back to square one. It's Vade Tameh now. We treat it like it's Tameh. And if it touched on Rosh Hashanah, it should now be Tameh. However, this case is different because, again, either you say because it's a sveikot, which I, that's the answer number one, Ruchayim, which I didn't really understand. However, the second answer is because is it's not, he, it's, we say, because in this situation, because it's not like a suffix, whether it came into contact, suffix, shear, or suffix, all those other things. Because here it's a suffix dinner, and it's a question whether this thing is actually considered ochel or not. That's why this case is different. Okay, let's continue the Gemara. Tani B'Shem Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi. Ein lecha mar bekishut ela tocho. In other words, he understands differently. He says, I don't understand, when it comes to this kishut, uh, this, um, this cucumber, he says, the only issue is the center of it that becomes bitter, not the outside. So therefore, Ketzerhua says, so therefore I've got a different resolution. All you have to do is, we can look at the outer side as, outside as if it's Ochel, and if there's not enough truma there, just add more, and you're fine. So, Rabbi Binyamin Bar Levi, I don't understand, what is Machloch Mevetzius? Well, you just test the outside, test the outside of this part of the bitter cucumbers and work it out. So why is that even a machloket? Now the answer is no. They actually did test it. They actually tasted it and tasted the outside. And there was a machloket. The machloket was even in that, even in that thing outside, whether to define it as being ochel or not. Even if that, it sounds like, it would sound like that the outer layer is, I guess, a different flavor than the sharp bitterness in the middle. And there was a stuff, there was a debate regarding how to define the even outer layer the, a region. That's what seems to be. Next. Let's just finish it today. Bataram chavit what happens if you took a barrel and you find it megule? Now it left it uncovered. Now here's a different issue. Now you can't eat it, not because it's spoiled, but because of their chachamim. Again, the concern of something's megule is that a snake might have drunk from it, and now it's not considered food. Or avatiach, or a uh, melon, and there's, a, there's a holes in it, like little teeth holes potentially of a snake. And the concern is a snake drank from it, or, and therefore it might have, it, uh, had, it might, some of the poison may have gone into it, and therefore, that's again a chachamim that we don't, we shouldn't eat it from Sakana. So we say, in that situation, again, we don't know when it happened. So we say, that's another example. So in other words, what, the, what we've just added here is not just cases where the food physically spoils, however, the takana chachamim defines the food as being inedible. That would also be a, that would also, um, be a case where, if you don't know when it happened, so Rabbi Yudim Mampazi said that Shimon, Rabbi Shimon B'Shem Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi says as follows, Lo amru ela nimtza halachatchila asur. Asulitrom. Here we're talking about if it was nimtza. So look, okay, I, I changed the word from nikkor to nimtza. So I'll just read your Rebchaim. Be'efshah she'hashta mishetar mahudena karbanachash. So in other words, the suffix is only if you found it with holes in it. Aval betchila ain't truma truma. However, aval ima ha'en nakur mitchila, if it's got holes holes in it, ain't no truma do lo chazi lechila klal. Because we say once it's got holes in it, and from the outset, we've got the xerah that says you shouldn't eat from it because of this sakana. It's not food for, for consumption. That's why if it was had holes from the inside and from the outset, we say it's not considered food. 
have a truma misafek, but it's only, only because you found it with these holes in it. This melon had these little teeth holes in it. Only after, you don't know when it happened, that's why it's a suffix, like I explained. So Rav Yaakov, Dromaya, That only seems to make sense if you saw the snake actually um, with its teeth inside it. But not if you just found it with holes in it from the outset. That seems to be that it might be, that would be a potentially different case. How he says, no, you've got it wrong. Even if you saw the snake with its teeth in it, do you really know that some of the venom came out? You don't know. But we see that even in that case, since you don't know, we'd be machmir. That also, if you just find holes in it, you don't know if it was a snake or not, we're also machmir. So therefore, just the presence of holes in this melon from the outset would is reason enough for the gzerim shum sakana, because sakana is so chamur, chachamim was so concerned for sakana, that even if it had just holes in it, even if you didn't see the snake um, biting into it, which they'll say that it's by much not considered ochel, and if it was from the outset, it, would, it wouldn't be considered truma. Again, the suffix would only be with these melons if you saw, if you did hafrasha, and then only later you turned it over and saw some holes in it, you don't know when it occurred. That's when we say, it's, that we say well, we don't know what happened, so therefore we have to consider truma, maybe it happened after, and we also have to be concerned, maybe the holes were prior to the hafrasha, therefore choser vidro. Okay, sorry for all the technical difficulties today. All right, call to everyone, take care.